Kelly Wieda. I just met you in March. <laughs> yes. Isn't that crazy? Like how how fast our friendship has progressed. Yes. And I I, so. I think it's it's really quite amazing. Like, thank you to the Junos first of all, right? <laughs> that was a, that thank was you a to all time. the winners. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you to all the winners. Um, but yeah, I'm really I'm grateful to to have you in my life now. Um, we've connected on on you know so many things so far, and I'm looking forward to where it, it takes us, as you had mentioned before. Um, but today is a special day because we're commemorating Pride Month, and um, you know I had asked you you know do you know anybody who would be interested in being part of this podcast, and and you had mentioned you, and I was so thrilled. So. Thank you so much for being here, um, and I'm looking forward to you, you know, sharing your story and me learning more about you so that we can connect even better as friends. So take it away, Kelly. <laughs> wow, uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, it was, it was interesting, you know, how we met and just, it was in about a volunteer of being of service, yes. and that's really how I just, I wanted to portray myself and why I said, you know, when you were asking about someone part of a community to be able to speak about pride mm -hmm. and I thought well for one I'm actually so not part of the community but yeah. part of the community yes and, and I say that because many who do know me know me one way yeah people who are me to me now know me another way mm -hmm. so I was born female and I, I have a hard time with the whole I identify as this or yeah. that and the labels because I've just lived my life yes um, so I grew up in a very small town and, you know, being gay or, or lesbian or anything, yeah. we didn't really know what that was. Right, right. And it wasn't something that was a negative, it was just something we didn't know about. Mm -hmm. We also didn't have the internet. Yes, that's how yeah. old I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, and, and I reminisce back on that and I go, man, kids have it so hard these days. They have it easier because of the things that they can look up. Yes. But they have it harder because of so much of social media, bullying and, and things Opinions, like that. Opinions, yes, the judgment, yeah. And I've always just kept a low-key life. Yeah. So I don't blast my life all over. I don't, mm -hmm. I haven't even really documented my transition, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny. We started to, and then I'm just like, I just find so much energy into that. I'm just, I'm just living my day. Yeah. Just living my day to day. Yeah. Um, and I always said in the beginning, um, when I started transitioning, I guess you could say being a lesbian, yeah. which, to me, it was so hard to say. Mm -hmm. It was, I'm just a better me being with a woman. Yes. So, I mean, yes, I've had boyfriends, and many of my male friends might see this and be like, mm -hmm. thinking in the back of their minds, all of these things about yeah. them. My life is my life and my choice. It has nothing to do with a previous relationship, mm -hmm. or somebody's done something to yeah. me. It's just, I am progressing into life with what makes me more comfortable being and becoming a better version of Kelly. Yes. That's what I think. Yeah, like I've always dressed more masculine. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess you could say there was a phase of me being very yeah. girly. Yeah. And that opens the whole doors to the younger generations right. and things like that. And would I have loved to have transitioned when I was younger? Yes. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up with a bunch of boys and I hung out with the boys and mm -hmm. I always wanted to be them yeah. because that's I thought I was. Right until society started saying, well, you can't play baseball with them because it's the boys' team. Mm. You can't play hockey with them because it's the boys' team. Right. Or you can't go into the bath that bathroom because mm -hmm. that's... So then that started developing self-esteem issues. Right. 
Right. And, and I didn't realize it. No. But then I was trying to figure out, well, who am I? Mm -hmm. Who am I supposed to be? And you know what? That's called puberty. Yeah. That's that, right. That, that's not necessarily just yeah. being even transgender. That's just right. figuring out in life where do you fit. Yeah. Wow. So transitioning at that age, I'm glad I went through yeah. the stages of life I've gone through. Mm -hmm. And I transitioned at 40. Wow. I know someone who's trans transitioning from male to female at 70. Right. Right. You know, I'm going to say everybody's transition is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's journey is going to be different. My story may offend somebody. Yeah. But I can't control that. Yeah. It's your story. That's that's my story. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say to everyone listening, that's going to be your story too. Yeah. That's going to be your path. Mm -hmm. um, I started going to support groups and then I started realizing I was struggling with those support groups because of all the struggles people were going through. Oh. And, and I went, I haven't had that problem. Yeah. Or I never saw it that way. Yeah. So for me, and, you know, transitioning at 40, and I have parents who are in their 70s, mm -hmm. I had fear of coming, I guess you could say, quote unquote, out to them too. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was easier for me to come out to them that way mm -hmm. because I respected my decisions more. Ah, that makes sense. When I was lesbian or gay or yeah. whatever, like, yeah. and I say that whatever because I, just, I was just me. Yeah. But I was a jerk. Oh, really? I was trying to figure myself out, and I was disrespecting my parents by, mm. oh, I'll be home for dinner, and then not showing up for three or four hours later because yeah. I was I was too afraid of being myself in mm -hmm. front of them Yeah, that I was around the groups of people that had let me be me, whether right. that's goofy or this and that, so right. I didn't want to leave. So mm. that's also just immaturity. Yeah, yeah. We all go through that. Yeah. So when I, when I sat with my parents and said, hey, I, I'm going through some things yeah. and I'm, this is the path I'm taking and yeah. I'm going to seek counseling. I'm yeah. going to research. I'm going to do mm -hmm. this. My parents flat out said, we don't understand. Right. Right. That's and what I hear I, a lot. Yeah. And I said, I don't expect you to. Yeah. Wow. I already had that in my mind. It's like, they don't have to understand or they don't have to understand. Yeah. As long as they just, they love me. Yeah. I respect respect what I'm doing and I respect them yeah. and I respect the people around me, mm -hmm. that makes the transition for everybody yeah, easier. for sure. And, and one thing I got from, from a group that I would go to, it was the grieving process. Yeah. So a parent is going to grieve the loss of the child that they knew and they thought of was going to happen mm -hmm. in the future. And comparison like this is going to be probably a little hard for some people to take but you've got a child mm -hmm. well what if at 17 yeah they get somebody pregnant yeah you're still grieving the loss of what you thought your child was going to do yeah at an earlier age mm -hmm. that's it they can still do those things yeah. they can still be those things yeah. that you wanted them to be mm -hmm. but we also have to remember it's their life yeah yeah that's and, a good point. and you know, it took a lot of growing up, mm -hmm. and then you know, redoing puberty at forty. But that's a whole that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, did your did your parents like when you were going through that before you announced to them that this was happening to you? Did they did they did you see that they maybe were suspicious, or did they find like you know what I mean? Were there signs that they knew they might have known, or they you know? Parents 
aren't stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that. Try to hide anything from them. It will come out yeah. at some point. Yeah. Parents will notice your emotional changes. Yeah. yeah. Parents will notice a, a shift in, in kind of your focus on things. Yes. Like I've always dressed masculine. Mm -hmm. I've always had, well, I've had short hair since yeah. 93. Okay. Um, you know, so I've, I've always had short hair. Mm -hmm. I've always been misgendered. Yeah. And it used to bother me a lot. Cause I'm like, mm. no, I'm a girl. I'm wearing makeup. I'm wearing yeah. mascara. How can you not tell? And then I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's life. Yeah. It, people are gonna, not necessarily, they're not doing it out of maliciousness. Mm. Some are, okay, yeah. I, I get that, some yeah. are. But I've started to kind of just have that acceptance of, I'm here to educate. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if somebody does miss, and I'm still misgendered, my wife misgenders me more now than she used to, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but it's because what's the one thing we do when we say we're not supposed to do something? We focus on not doing it, so we do it more. Yeah. And if you guys actually understood that, that good on you, because the yeah. way I just said that was interesting. No, it makes sense to me. So when you say, don't call me she, you're going to focus on every time you meet me, don't call her she, don't call, yeah. don't call them she. Yeah. And then you do it. Subliminate, it's in your mind because you, it's stuck there now. Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're concentrating so hard on not doing it mm -hmm. that you cause yourself to do it. Yeah. I just want people to relax. Yeah. And we're all human beings. Yeah. There, there's no way to treat somebody differently. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm still unsure about the whole pronouns and labels and, yeah. and stuff like that because I just, I always grew up saying, I don't want to be labeled. Yeah. Because you can have a group of people who are transgender who do some stupid, horrible things. Yeah. You can have a group of car salesmen who are just shady as can be, mm -hmm. or a bad experience at restaurants. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make every restaurant or every car salesman or every transgender person or everybody part of the community right. that whole group. Yeah. And unfortunately it does. It takes one yeah. or two people to ruin it for everybody yeah, like else. They're the, they're the example they represent. That's what the public sees. And yeah, you're right. It's unfortunate that they think that way. Yeah. So yeah. I want to be a different example mm -hmm. in business, in relationships, how I approach things. Mm -hmm. There's going to be struggles. My life is not perfect. Yeah. Like I will admit my wife and I are going through things because she is struggling with her identity in this relationship too. Mm. She got into a relationship with a woman. Okay, so that I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was that yeah. we've been together for for many years wow. now. But she knew me and got into a relationship with a woman. Mm -hmm. Now I'm transitioning. Yeah. More to my, I guess you could say, true self, or just self. who I. Authentic more self. My authentic yeah. self. But now she's like, do I want to be with a man yeah. or male representation mm -hmm. or my? So, like I said, everybody transitions in one way or yeah. another. And straight relationships, same thing. Person mm -hmm. grows. They get different jobs. Yes. They, you know, they weight gain. This and that. And many people will be like, how does that have anything to do with pride or transgender? Yeah. And yeah. you know what? That person has to be proud of who they are whatever journey they're going through, the biggest thing is support and understanding, but understanding that not everyone's gonna understand, Yeah. nor should they. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I can meet someone who's transitioning female to male and they're going through completely different things than me yeah. and I can go, I don't understand because I haven't been through that. Yeah. 
I know people who have had different surgeries, and I'm like, what made you want to do that? Yeah. What made you want to go this way? Like, mm -hmm. so there's so many different things. Yeah, that's a lot. Now let's take you back to your childhood. Did you, you know, I'm just trying to imagine in your mind what, when you were going, you know, you know, so you already passed puberty. What, what were your thoughts when, you know, for example, when you were in these other relationships you were talking about? Um, I didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know what transgender was. Right. Back I don't then. even think it was even really out there, mm -hmm. <laughs> per se. Yeah. Um, I had a feeling I probably, like, I liked, I was attracted to men. I like men. Yeah. But I think it was in my mind now I wanted to be them. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, you know, I wanted the white picket fence, mm. the family, but I wanted to be the father in it. I wanted to be the breadwinner. Yeah. I wanted to be that, that support system. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have... Uh, the pregnant wife. Yeah. So that's where my mind was. Yeah. I didn't want to be the pregnant person staying yeah. at home yeah. or, or anything like that. So I knew my thoughts were a little bit different, mm. but I didn't know what they were. Yeah. I, I couldn't go to a library and look it up because I didn't know what it was. Wow. So I just did what I was supposed to do yeah. and, you know, tried to, to fit in, but mm -hmm. I felt like I couldn't fit in yeah. anywhere. So then it's a struggle. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't fit in as a man. I don't yep. fit in as a woman. Mm -hmm. Where do I fit? Yeah. Wow. That's really amazing that you had that journey, but you needed to go through that journey, like yeah. you said. Wow. I needed to make sure I didn't like this way of living. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Would it have been, would it have changed me? Would it have been different? Mm -hmm. I think I stopped myself from doing certain career choices, mm. being female, but that was me. Yep. That doesn't mean other female going into the military or the police force. Yeah. That doesn't make them gay. That doesn't make them transgender. It just made them a lot stronger as a woman than I was. Right, right. Wow. <laughs> Your I mind's like just blown, isn't I, it? I am. I'm blown away. <laughs> well, actually, so <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. Um, I watched 90 Day Fiance, and uh, they are doing major diversity inclusion. And so one of the couples, actually it's been quite a couple now already, but one in particular, uh, this American um, transgender man is marrying a, uh, I think she's, she's straight, just from, the, from what I've seen in the, in the, in the show. Um, and you know, she, she doesn't care. She says, love is love. Yeah. I love the person. It doesn't matter what. And I, you know, sort of thing. So, so, it, it, and he goes into detail wow. about so many things. So I've, you know, it was nice because I actually got educated, which was pretty cool. So, so thank you to 90 day fiance. For that. <laughs> and just for including, you know, uh, all these diverse groups, which is amazing. So, so yeah, it's still blown away. I'm, and I'm still, you know, I'm just glad you're my friend. That, yeah, and that's all too. that matters to me. Like, I don't care about anything else, but, but you know, how, how we can all help each other, you know, become better people, right? I think that's what it is. It's just being open to learning. Yes. Um, it, but it is interesting, though, that when someone comes out gay or transgender yeah. or whatever, it seems to open the doors mm. to the most inappropriate questions, yeah. <laughs> which I let's talk about that. Never thought of that, <laughs> yeah. until somebody else from the community yeah. pointed that out to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And I went, "Yeah, you're right." Because as soon as someone says, "Oh, well, actually, okay," if I say to someone, "I was born female," yeah, and then we get the up and down look, yeah, <laughs> because we know someone's trying to figure out 
what body parts are different. Yes, yeah. And then we get those questions, well, have mm -hmm. you had surgery? Have you done yeah. this? And what, it, but it's interesting because if I was to meet you and you're like, this is my husband, mm -hmm. but I'm not thinking, how do you guys have sex? Yeah. I don't think of anything like that. <laughs> no. Or, you know, what, what made you attracted mm -hmm. or this or that, or what's in your pants or what's yeah. under your clothes. Yeah. I never thought of that. Right. So I just assumed other people wouldn't Would, think like that. Yeah. So when I introduce myself, and I don't introduce myself, hi, I'm Kelly, I'm transgender. I don't. No. I Kelly. also read, <laughs> I read a room, I read a situation. Yeah. For us, I necessarily came out to you because you wanted someone for your podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I could do that. Yeah. Would I have told you? It's not that I'm hiding anything. No. It's what does it matter what I do at home or in the bedroom? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And using a bathroom is using a bathroom. Yeah. And I, I understand people have, have fear with, you know, men being in women's washrooms and, and, and I get it too. I had fear. Mm. I still have fear. Oh. Because now, you know, I'm putting myself out there that if yeah. I'm in a washroom and someone recognizes yeah. me and you're on a podcast and mm -hmm. you're this, what what, what does that do? Yeah. That's Am a I good point. is my my life mm -hmm. having fear in somebody else and yeah. I'm what am I gonna do? Yeah. Just using a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know there's like probably tons of questions people have and, yeah. and things like that and it's it's good to be curious. Yes. Yeah. And I don't get offended by those questions mm -hmm. because I do feel and understand that someone is trying to do it out of curiosity. Yes. Now, if someone's trying to do it because they're a little bit dirty-minded and they're trying yeah. to, I'm like, no, thank yeah. you. Those are some inappropriate questions. Yeah. But I'm okay to say that. Yeah. So I think people just also have to understand and be aware that it doesn't matter what your sexuality is. Mm -hmm. You can feel and understand if a question is inappropriate, yeah. say it's inappropriate. Because yeah. we, as human beings, need to teach other human beings yes. what should and should not be allowed. I agree with you. And I think it has to do with, with like, you know, I go by people's energy. So I can tell how the conversation's gonna go and how I'm going to respond, right? So you, I got a certain, you know, as we've gotten to know each other and communicated more, you know, pretty much almost every week, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've started, like I've started to get that comfort level with you and, and now I feel comfortable to, you know, even ask questions or, or whatever. And, and I'm not offended if you say yes or no, right? So, And that's yeah. another thing too, is on the receiving end, mm -hmm. you asking me a question, if I say no, to not be offended that yeah. it's not, I'm not directing something at you, it's yeah. just, you know what, at this time in my life, right at this moment, mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable answering that. Yes. Maybe in six months, maybe in six hours. Yes. Just not right now. Right now. That's perfect. Yeah. Now let's go on to like the work you've done. I know you've educated, done some educational, you know, speaking engagements and, you know, talking about um, your journey. Um, and of course, you know, we'll talk about your work. So please expand on, on both. <laughs> so I've always kind of been in male dominated roles. I was a journeyman parts technician by oh. trade, built light armored vehicles for the military, wow. oil field stuff. My dad was a welder. Okay. So our, you know, I grew up in Fort St. John, BC, which was oil field country. Mm. But as my parents also say, it can also be very redneck country. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I had a great childhood. I had a great growing up. I, I've had a good life. I will say that. Oh, I, nice. I feel very blessed in yeah. everything I've gone through. I've had my struggles. Yeah. 
Um, then I got into a career after my sister passed away. Um, mm. It's almost been nine years now. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and I got into financial services. Something completely... Yeah. Something I thought I would never do. Wow. I hate math, actually. <laughs> uh, people scare me, too. So yeah. <laughs> that was, I'm like... I'm, I can't tell that now. I'm but... like, I have to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> and I just realized that there was so much we don't know. Yeah. And I needed to protect my family. And I wanted to make sure I had my stuff in order in case anything happened mm-hmm. to me. So I took it as an approach to, to learn. Yeah. Um, and then we were at a company convention. Everyone knew me in suits and this and yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, we had this thing called being a two-minute speaker. So you go up and say, you know, what you're excited about, um, what brought you into the company, and things like that. And I stood on stage and I said, you know what? Business is business and this is a safe space to yeah. become whoever it is you want to be. Yeah grow to the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I announced in front of 700 people that I was transgender. Wow. Which scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm actually admitting it to myself. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. Wow. So everyone stood up and they cheered. And oh, right on. It was awesome. I was coming off the stage and this, this gentleman came kind of like pushing some tables and chairs <laughs> away. And he's a big bald headed man. And if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> I was kind of like, oh my God, I'm scared. Yeah. And he, he just grabbed me and he hugged me and he's like, I had no Aww. idea. And I'm like, man, that just, that made me feel so good because I felt like I was actually not doing it for me, but I was doing it for everybody else too, yeah. to, to give them an opportunity to feel safe, mm-hmm. to say, I'm struggling in this area yeah. or I have this yeah. kind of skeleton in my mm-hmm. closet. How, how many people can actually do that at their current job right now? Right. I mean, that's a great organization that that offers that kind of welcoming space for you we to be to, who you are. Well, that's just it. We want to empower people to yeah. to be empowered. Mm-hmm. So from that, and then I started joking around, and everyone's coming up to me Aww. and high-fiving me, and some people were crying. And then, and then I sat there, and I went, do they know which way I'm going? Oh, oh that's a good point. Because <laughs> I was like, everybody sees me in yeah. suits already. Yeah. They already see me with the short oh. hair and masculine, and I'm like, yeah. so then I started laughing going, do they know which way? So yeah. that's where my mind went. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's it's about being playful with it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not I and I can be a stick in the mud and I can be very just mm-hmm. kind of wound up tight, but it's yeah. like relax with the situation. Yeah. yeah. And if people kind of need to feel more comfortable, mm-hmm. I'll make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Through conversation, through yeah. communication. And I think and, and, and with your podcast about about listening to people. Yeah. It, it is about listening to the body language. Yes. To the facial expressions, yeah. to all the gestures. Yes, the way people yeah. swallow. Yeah. My wife, it's it's really funny. She, one morning I'm like, "Are you doing okay?" She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "You're blowing your nose differently." Oh. Wow. I could tell she had been upset about something. Oh, the way she was blowing her nose. Yeah. Oh, I can get that. Yeah. And she's like, "How do you know that?" And I'm like, "I just I want to be attentive mm. to people." Yeah. And that was that was a big kind of defining moment for me is I haven't been attentive with myself. Ah. So you I haven't been listening to yourself. Mm. Who doesn't? Who yeah. who actually does listen to themselves? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's a, probably a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. So, you know, when we talk about the organization and the stuff that you're doing, you know, talk about how you're helping people like myself, too. <laughs> well, you know what? We all... I'm going to say everybody struggles with money. Yeah. 
and I, I don't necessarily mean struggle like they're in full of debt yeah. and this and that, but the pandemic has done um, a world of good mm. and, and a world of sh and a world of not. Yeah. Like it opened up business opportunities. Yeah. It opened up you know being on do things more online. Yeah. Um, but people losing their jobs mm -hmm. and the the financial struggles that are happening right now. Mm -hmm. Typically, people will go into the bank and they find they need financial help. Yeah. We work with many of the bank top banks too. Oh. But the thing is, it's you're stuck with whatever product is in that institution. Right. Right. So being a broker of financial services, I get to shop around and I can kind of take that burden off people. Oh, that's nice. But being able to listen to what people's struggles are mm -hmm. or journeys yep. or maybe it's money traumas. Yeah. How many of us actually grew up hearing money doesn't grow on trees yeah. mm -hmm. or retail therapy or yeah. don't tell your mom or don't tell your yeah. dad. That actually put things in us subconsciously mm -hmm. to where our money matters are now. Yes. Money yeah. is just a tool. Mm -hmm. I, I like to explain it to all my clients, my agents, to people I talk to. How many people have used a butter knife as a screwdriver? Everybody raise your hands because we know it's I have done that a couple yeah. times, yeah. <laughs> butter knife can be used as a screwdriver, but it's not the right tool. Right. Money is just a tool and used properly, it can do amazing things. Yes, you're right. Used improperly. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually reading a book, I can't even remember what book it was, but it was about, you know, Say you're at your job and you really hate your job. Mm -hmm. but you do your two weeks and you get your paycheck. And all of a sudden you blow your paycheck. Yeah. Is it because the money came from a job you don't like and you just want to get rid of it right away? That's a good point. <gasps> so I was like, huh, maybe we need to start thinking about that. So it's that awareness. If you could start enjoying it, yeah. what would you do with that money? Yeah. So these are the things I sit down with, with people. Mm -hmm. And most people will go, oh, you're a financial advisor. I don't have money to invest. Yeah. That's okay, mm -hmm. but you do have money. Yeah. Where is it going? going. Yeah. Maybe we need to save you on certain things. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're paying too much in car insurance. Yeah. Maybe you're, you know what? Maybe we need to revisit your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to help you get a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all of these different things mm -hmm. to talk to someone about. Yeah. I think everyone should sit down with a professional. Yeah. I, my parents had an advisor, mm. and after my sister passed, I kind of asked them, I said, why didn't you ever put your advisor in front of us? Oh. My mom didn't really have an answer. Oh. Like, my parents did very well, and they've educated us. But who's really listening to their parents? Right. Like, come on. <laughs> You're right. We, we do to a point, mm -hmm. but, I mean, I was always told to save 10% mm -hmm. yeah. of my annual income, but mm -hmm. not many people are doing that nowadays. No. You know, we, we, we knew about RSPs, but do we really? Yes, right. It's so just it's, what it's you hear. A, it's a strategy, yes, but does it work yeah. for everybody? No. No, yeah. So, I like to say it's... How many people have actually ever been on a diet? I'm sure everybody has yeah. at some point. That's a good analogy. Not every diet's gonna work for everybody. Yes. <laughs> Not every workout plan is gonna work yeah. for everybody. Yeah. So they do need customized plans. Yes. So I, I like to get to know people on a more personal level. Mm -hmm. I like to get to know you and your family and be yeah. invited for Sunday dinners. Yeah. <laughs> I say that and then I eat a lot too. <laughs> but I wanna be that, I wanna be you know, embraced in people's lives mm -hmm. so that I can help them make the financial choices. Right. I've had a couple of my clients phone me up and say, I want to buy a car. Is this mm -hmm. the right choice for me? And I'm like, well, let's meet. Yeah. I let them talk mm -hmm. and I just sat there. And by the end of it, they were like, yeah, that's, that wouldn't be good for me to buy that car. And I'm like, I'm glad you made that choice. Wow. I didn't have to make any recommendations. Yeah. They just needed to talk it out. Yeah. We can't always do that with our friends, mm -hmm. 
because our friends, we, t- we tend to live up to the Joneses, yeah. whoever they are. Yeah. I don't know who the Joneses are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, and sometimes our friends don't want to see us succeed either. Mm. There's a competitive spirit there. Yeah. yeah. We want people to stay the same. Yeah. I want you to be the same person. You were the person I went to the bar with all the time. You were this. Oh, yes. So like, to be able to change mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. Evolve. Evolve. Yes. Transition. Yes. That's right. Wow. So it's, it is about different levels of, as mm-hmm. we grow, we should evolve as human beings. We yeah. should want not more out of, more out of life, but give more yeah. in life. Yeah. That's why I started to volunteer more because yeah. even in my own business, I was always struggling with like trying to be perfect, trying to yeah. do this, trying to do that. When life just let it be natural. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And see, this is why I, I mean, okay, let's go back to my history of so many people trying to, to sell me life insurance and all these other, you know, the financial advice. Um, and it was that, you know, I hate to say it, slimy salesperson kind of persona, right? And I found that they didn't listen to me. So they were just pushing that sales towards me. And, and it was, you know, it was a turn off, but uh, I'm one of those people who like, well, maybe I'm a sucker a little bit. Maybe this was like five, 10 years ago. I was a sucker and you'd be like, okay, just sign my life away. Yeah, no problem, right? And then after the fact go, why did I sign my life away? That that policy or that, you know, does nothing to do with, it, it doesn't uh, co- uh, relate to my life, right? Yeah. So with you, Kelly, what I've noticed is, and this is what I say to, like I've said it in so many podcasts, I've said it to so many people, I'm posting everything. If you were gonna do any business with me, if we are gonna collaborate, if we're gonna partner up, if I'm gonna, you know, buy your services, guess what, you have to get to know me. Mm-hmm. And that is what you've done, Kelly. You've listened that. to me. And you, you're like, and this is what I love about you is like, I'll say, oh my God, I have this. Like, and it doesn't even have to be a financial problem. It could be a problem in life. And you have an answer for me, which is like incredible. It's like, I can't believe how fast you think, right? And so that's why I think, oh my gosh, everyone should know about you because your style of, of just taking care of your clients and the people in your life is is all about service and all about listening and 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 it just you resonate with me in so many ways, right? So we've developed that friendship, and I'm I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> well, thank you. Was not expecting. That. I was not expecting to say that, but this is the way you were talking. I was like, I gotta say this to him because it's just like you are so different from the others, you know. And that that to me is a is a huge. That's number one on my list. You you. You know, when you said to me one time, um, you know, you matter, Malida, I was like, well, let me see. Let me see if he really... Prove it. And your, your actions have... Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I just met you in March. You, <laughs> my goodness. Like, it's just been incredible. And I'm so, so grateful. Sorry, I'm going to... I am going to... All my tears are coming, so... <laughs> well, that's one thing I took from my parents is adding the value. It's not about pushing a product or pushing yeah. a sale. And I like to say, I, in around our office too, it's, yeah. we do inconvenience people for their own good. That's a good point. To a degree, because yeah. one, sometimes it can come off pushy. Yeah. If you think it's pushy. Yeah. Like me, if I feel like I'm being pushy on someone, well, how do I want it done to me? Yeah. How do I want someone to talk mm-hmm. to me about a product, yeah. a, a connection? I like to say I like to connect people. Yeah. 
Um, that's the biggest thing I want to pride myself with is, is being a connector. Yeah. I want to be front of mind with people. Yeah. So that's why when you reach out to me and go, okay, who do you know that is a roofer? I'm automatically going to think of my clients or yeah. my agents on my mm -hmm. team because I want to help them yeah. while helping somebody else. Yeah. So I'm always trying to connect the dots that mm -hmm. way. Um, you know, people who do podcasts, people who do marketing, people yeah. who, um, so, and then you invited me out to like adaptabilities yeah. and then through that, I know some real estate investors. Yeah. So then all of these things come about and I truly believe we build our net worth through our network. Yes. But it's not just a one and done. It's, yeah. you have to, it's like treating it like a garden. Yeah. You have to nourish it. Yeah. You have to build the, the soil as your yeah. foundation. So you got to make sure you you put enough energy mm -hmm. and love and all of that into that yeah. to help something grow. Yes. Yes. And I mean, I've had people where it's they come to me for everything, and then I, I say, hey, I've got this thing at my office. Yeah. They don't show up. Yeah. But then they'll call me like a week later. Hey, what about this? And do you know this? And can yeah. you do this for me? And yeah. I'm like, I want to help, but yeah. at the same time, life is give and take. Yes. Yeah. And and there are people who you can be around and, and man, you feel energized. Mm -hmm. And there's people you can be around, you just feel like, I need a nap. Yeah, because so they just take and take and take. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do limit myself that way yeah. too because I'm also realizing when I'm of service and, and, and I'm allowing all the time, yeah. then I can drain myself. Yeah. So the important thing is like learning what you are capable of, yeah. as in how much can you take. Yeah. And then you grow on that. Yeah. And then you can extend yourself a little bit more. It, it's like working out. You stretch your muscles. Yeah. You have to break them down yeah. to build them back up. But yeah. you have to give yourself rest. That's right. I get peopled out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, so I like these one-on-ones. But yeah. if I go to something where there's a lot of people, I might need a few more hours to kind of unwind. And, uh, you know. That might happen tomorrow when we go for a networking event. 100%. Oh my gosh, that's supposed to be like, uh, you know, over 100, 200 maybe. <laughs> so that's, I, I feel your pain. I get that way too, yeah. And, and people have asked me like, how do you, how do you yeah. work in financial services? And you know, I'm actually an introvert or I'm really mm -hmm. shy. Perfect, yeah. you'll be perfect in this. Yeah. Because I do find introverts are more aware. They don't want to talk as much. Yeah. They want to listen. Yeah. They, but they need energy or recharge on their own, yeah. Where an extrovert recharges in a group, yeah. So I, I would say anybody should look at being in the financial industry to learn, mm -hmm. empower yourself. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean this is the career path that you've always thought of. Yeah. I didn't think it would be right. But I'm finding new ways to make it work. Mm -hmm. It's putting me in 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 front of different people that I never thought I would have. Oh wow! You know where I was building light armored vehicles. Yeah. We would have never met. That's true. I, I would not have reconnected with some of my friends oh. if it wasn't, you know, life insurance is a big thing. Yeah. And that was one thing that, you know, when I started in the industry was because my sister didn't have life insurance. Right. But I also didn't ask mm, about it. Right. Found out she actually did. Oh. So then that affected my entire existence in this yeah. business. Wow. So I was like, what do you mean she did in it? So, you know, long story, it was just, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You don't know unless you ask, but yeah. how do you ask the right question? Yes. So <laughs> my job is to ask you financial questions, mm -hmm. ask you financial goals, yeah. things that you want. Yeah. That's not me invading your, no. your privacy. That's yeah. me getting to know you 
and helping mm-hmm. guide you. Yes, I was like, just gonna say. I've sat down with someone going, why are you asking me financial questions? Yeah. My office is a financial brokerage. Yeah. <laughs> you came here yeah. to learn about financial yeah. services. I yeah. need to know, I'm not just gonna run quotes on random yeah. numbers. Yeah. Because, but I also can tell people too, like, well, I, I can show you incredible investments. Mm-hmm. But if you have a disassociation with money, yeah. you're gonna find everything that's gonna sabotage that. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to do things that are also sabotage yeah. it. But once we get you to work money as a tool, mm-hmm. used properly, yeah. it can allow for abundance. It can allow for things. Yeah. And that's, we've just, we're not taught these things. No. We're not taught the mindset on things. We're not, we're not even taught about sometimes even the self-care. Mm-hmm. Some families are really good at that. Yeah. You know, culturally it's maybe good at it too, mm-hmm. but not everyone's the same. So yeah. that's why everyone can't be treated the same. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's why it's important to listen and ask the right questions because then you're then you're giving what they should be getting, right? What they deserve, right? And not like, you know, just making assumptions and such, right? So I think that's important too. So, you know, thank you very much for this podcast, for spending some time with me. Um, but I have a very important question to ask you okay. before we end. And that is, what matters to you? People. People matter to me and leaving them in a better spot than the way I found them. Yeah. Because that's one thing that I've always just, my perception of the way things were, mm-hmm. I want to just change that perception for people. Yeah. And whether it's financial services, whether it's just people in general, people matter. Yeah. And it's time to listen to whatever everybody's going through. But also, I just want to say to the, to the camera, to everybody out there, you matter. And honestly, start listening to yourself. Yeah. Find out what you need and then seek it. But everything is within. It is. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Kelly. 